Welcome back, everybody, to the Heavy Duty Dealership Talk podcast. Today's topic we're going to be discussing is called customer pricing. So the questions I have are who gets discounts? How do we determine who gets those discounts? Do parts personnel give discounts? And are those discounts being monitored by the management staff? And lastly, on this topic is labor rates and can they be adjusted? So the last thing any location wants is a customer calling them upset about their pricing or telling the dealer that a customer down the road that may have a smaller fleet or may not spend as much as them, even though they may not know, that gets a better deal than they do. So how do you handle a customer like this? So one of the main things we used to look at was the potential of a particular fleet. How many units are they running? How many trailers do they have? Do you truly have an opportunity to get in with this customer and can you sell them some parts, service, and do you have an opportunity down the road to sell them some trucks? What I've learned is there are some loyal customers um, that are loyal to other brands. And truth be told, if the brand's doing a good job, why would a customer want to get away from that? What I've learned, it's up to you to gain an advantage on the customer. It could be pricing. It could be parts availability. It could be your delivery. It could be just uh, the timeliness of getting to the customer's needs. Things like that can help you grow your business. Another main thing is to look at a customer spend that they did spend with you. Um, if a customer is spending, you know, I can give you some numbers, but as an example, maybe $75,000 or more with your location, then I would think you want to put them on a best price tier at that point. And then you can go anywhere between 50 to 75 you can break it down between 25 to 50 and maybe you can go 15 or 10 to 25 and then at the very beginning you can go zero up to, to 10 or 15,000 per year in annual spend and you can kind of brace it off of just a handful of price tiers to keep it simple. One of the uh, biggest disadvantages that I've noticed at most locations is when parts employees are given the freedom to make uh, price adjustments for customers. So if the customer is set up on the correct pricing it should kind of limit on who's getting discounts and why these employees are giving customers discounts. Um, I've had a situation happen to me before where a customer, John Doe, walks in and gets a, a really good smoking price on an overhaul kit, happens to go to one of our shops that we dealt with a very long time, shows them his invoice on what he paid, and he got a better deal than what the shop was getting from us. So as you can imagine, that particular customer contacted us, was very upset, saying that you know this guy that owns two trucks is is getting a, a better deal than he was when he was probably doing anywhere between five to seven overhaul kits a month from us. So these situations do happen at a lot of locations, so you got to be aware of those kind of things. One thing I recommend is taking away the privileges for parts employees to make pricing adjustments on accounts. Now, there's some locations that don't want to do that. Um, what I would recommend then, if you don't want to take that privilege away from the counter guys, and you do trust them to make a, a good judgment call, because at the end of the day, you want to make the sell. Um, there are some employees that can get a good feeling from a customer that, hey, if I got a little bit here, I can get the sale, I can get the customer parts he needs, um, even though it may be less than what his account is. Um, and there are some employees you can trust to make those judgment calls. I'm not going to sit there and tell you that every parts employee in your department can do that, but there are a select few that should have the ability to do that. What we have done in the past, too, is we have uh, you know, would have our counter guys maybe go to an assistant parts manager or a parts lead or maybe even the parts manager and let the parts manager sign off and make that call. Um, but for some of those locations that don't want to take that privilege away, then I would recommend a report being run. Um, that shows you which employees gave a discount. It should give the customer's account information. It should give the original price on what the part should have been. It should give the discounted price. And then it should give you a dollar loss, I guess you would say, um, as to how much money you could have made had it been billed out at the normal pricing. One big thing you got to do is you have to set customers up with, with accounts. 
And I mean, one thing, uh, some of the places I've worked on, they kind of killed cash accounts. I think there's still some locations that still have cash accounts. Um, the most dealerships have kind of got away from that. You want to be able to track what the customer's true spends are, right? Again, if a customer spending under $10,000 a year with you, then why are they getting the very deepest discount as if they were running a major fleet? Kind of doesn't make much sense if you were to do that. So again, you have to set pricing up correctly. Um, again, another thing we would always look at is potential. Potential is huge. You can have a big fleet out there that you may not be getting much of their business, but you know the potential is there. So you might want to put those guys on a, on a pretty deep deal. Um, you want to work them and work them and work them and do everything you can to just try to figure out how you can be able to sell them parts, service, or even have the opportunity for truck sales. Uh, those things aren't easy. Again, like I said earlier, there are some OEs that, that take really good care of customers. So you got to try to find um, where the disadvantages are of that other OE and then try to capitalize on those things. So lastly, I want to talk about is labor rates in the shop. So I've worked for some OEs that did not allow a shop to adjust labor rates. I've worked for some where it was allowed. So not sure um, what your locations are where you guys are listening, um, but there's some ways to get around it. If, if you work for an OE that um, just doesn't allow you to change the labor rate, and the reason behind it is for warranty. If you bill an OE for warranty at, a, at your walk-in door rate, um, then they're expecting you to bill that door rate out to everybody else. Why would they pay more as an OEM than, um, than a guy that just went in there to get his truck worked on? So that's the main reason behind that, and that's why some OEMs make you do that. Um, you can always adjust labor hours or billable hours. Now, be cautious on this because if you go a little too low, now you could easily screw over a technician. So technicians that are listening to this will tell you, hey, well, you know, we, we still want to make our money. And by all means, you got to keep the technicians happy, especially in today's society where uh, technicians are hard to find. But there are definitely a couple of ways where you can make some adjustments for the total price of a quote. And hopefully it helps you just be competitive where you're going up against an OE that just is easy for them to just adjust the labor rate. If you could get away with maybe doing the work at the customer's yard, you can always bill it out as mobile billing, which gives you a lot more freedom to make adjustments to those tickets. Um, and then you can always, you know, bill out the drive time to the customer and then maybe the drive time back for that particular unit that you're using. And this could always allow you to be a little bit more competitive again when you're going up against an OE that just can click of a button and, and adjust their labor rate. Most of the customers are just truly looking at the total quote. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a few that want to break down uh, piece by piece of a particular estimate. But at the end of the day, uh, if you're competitive on the grand total, then you're in the game. So that's all I have for today's topic. Uh, please listen into us next week. We are going to be taking on the topic of deliveries. So if you have any questions, please email us at hddtalk at outlook.com. And always check out our website, hddealershipconsulting.com. Thank you again.